We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. Once again, for joining us for another episode of Homebrew Review, we are in part three of our Princes of the Apocalypse campaign, and we are taking on the Cult of the Howling Hatred. Once again, the audio that you are listening to is courtesy of TabletopAudio.com. Go ahead, and we will start off with our reviews of our classes from last time and what we are looking forward to going into level 12. I liked being able to give everyone Bardic Inspiration right away. That was nice. Uh, one thing I worry about is if you're not paying attention, you will burn through all of your Bardic Inspiration in absolutely no time. Uh, so that was a bit of an issue I started to see. So that was probably the worst part about it. Uh, probably my, again, giving everyone Bardic Inspiration, and uh, with I'm noticing that with my spell choice, I'm kind of lackluster on single target stuff, because uh, the Bard doesn't have a ton of single target, but there are some, but I geared myself to be more of a support healy type role, uh, so I'm noticing those issues. Um, as far as uh, what I bumped up this time, uh, my Bardic Inspiration went up a die, my Song of Rest went up a die, I took the feat Warcaster, uh, as a number of my spells are concentration based, and uh, one of the things with the Bard class, or the College of the Maestro, is you have to have a open hand to be able to use some of its features. Uh, I think Warcaster would be a good fit because that takes that aspect away. I don't, I don't have to have that open hand. I can use both hands to do what I need. So I think that'll help with that. Uh, that might not be the way it was intended, but from the way the wording of Warcaster, I think it would work off for that sort of uh, style. Yeah. Who says you can't use your rapier as a baton to conduct? I mean... Yeah. Basically the same thing. Well, I do have the. I did get a wand of magic missiles, so technically that's a wand. I can have that in one hand and use go. that as a wand for conducting. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Markor. Well, I gotta say the my favorite thing was not having to worry about damage really. Uh, with the barbarian resistance to damage, coupled with the. Huge amounts of HP just from the the hardwood and just taking the barbarian average. You can get really martial with the trance and the the wooden body. Last time I had an AC of twenty without a shield, and this week I'm going to be going in with the same AC of twenty. I took my level twelve increase to my strength, so I'm going to swing a little bit harder with the barbarian extra attack. But the hit points did spike. So instead of having a... Last week I had 109. Now I've got 161. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Trying to chop me down. Oh my gosh. That's like 
double what I think some of your other party members have. I have 75. <laughs> and then I can resist it even more so I can take about 300-some damage before I'm actually down. That is stupid crazy. That is. That is actually, like, ridiculous. <laughs> but hey, like you said, it is built to be a powerful creature. I mean, it's not very. It's not exactly the fastest and able to get out of the way, but... You know, it, it can definitely take a beating when it has to. And you're right about uh, Caster. That could be absolutely hilarious. A Caster with a ridiculous amount of HP like that. And plus, if they're just wearing the uh, just wearing the robes and having the hard wood, they get half their con to AC. So any sorcerer would hugely benefit, especially like Wild Mage Tree. That'd be oh, yeah. Fun. All right, Reyna. So <clears throat> I'm going to start out by saying, like, week one, I... It was, like, really balanced for the witch. Week two, I actually got to release one of my spirits, and because of Hex, one of the spells that I have, releasing the spirit and doing Witch Bolt as a fourth-level spell, huge damage at, at level eight. So at level 12, I'm expecting even more amounts of huge damage. I do get a third spirit bound to me. Um, I think the witch is... Like I said in the beginning, I know I said that I thought she was going to get kind of OP, and I think she is. She can definitely... Like, if you're rolling consistently, then I think you're going to be kind of unstoppable. Um, Especially where I seem to be, even with my low AC, I mean, it hasn't been a huge problem yet. So... I, I do really like how much damage I can deal out and still be able to stay up and take a few good hits. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to snowball from here. Yeah, with a powerful team behind you that's able to soak up some of that damage and keep them off you, yeah, you are just knocking them down one domino after the other. Yeah. And especially with releasing, uh, with that drawback of you not having access to them right away afterwards, I, I don't think that's going to be much of an issue unless it's in a, a super endurance battle, because that burst damage is enough to take out almost anything in your path. Especially where I'm just going to keep collecting spirits. Like At higher levels, I can get four or five spirits, so I don't even need spell slots above like level two. Exactly. Yeah, just multiplying that damage like crazy. Yep. That is awesome. Ashmaz. So last week didn't have the best rolls, and uh, that kind of hurt, but that's just the way the game goes. Um, being able to really take advantage of the uh, not only the Soul of the Forge for that bonus AC, but being able to add that extra fire damage, just, just any bit of extra damage that you can set, like I said last week, that you can add is definitely value that you didn't have before. Um, unfortunately, going up to that that from that eight to twelve level, your cleric of the forge isn't getting anything other than ability score improvement. You, as far as anything other than your normal cleric improvements, we finally get access to our divine intervention, which, admittedly, at level ten isn't likely to pop, but if it does, it's it's huge. And we start to get into some of our meteor spells, including the ability to, you know, enhance those lower-level spells to make them more potent. Other than that, I mean, it's just cleric stuff for for, for this time around. Nothing super notable. I yeah. do have one thing to add. Yes. I can also now attack in the ethereal plane. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that could be very powerful, especially with something like Plane Shift or uh, Phase Shift, whatever spell that is. Mm. Yeah, that, that could be monumental, uh, depending on how it is used. And yeah, the Cleric, while uh, you didn't get a shine a whole lot last week, that was mostly because the enemies you were fighting had resistance to fire, so that didn't come out nearly as much. But in the right situation, yeah, that extra fire damage, like that 4d8, I believe you were adding, that was a crazy amount of fire damage, depending on what you're going up against. Okay. So, uh, for the sake of the podcast and time and being able to show off our abilities to the most uh, that we are able, we are going to go ahead and pick up. You are partway through the Howling Caves. You will be squaring up against the Howling Hatred Cult, and uh, you have managed to make your way all the way to, not that it means a whole lot to you guys without map distinctions, but the Air Nodes Doorstep. So, from this location, wind is blowing in intensely from the area to the west of where you are currently at. I will go ahead and let you choose whether or not you cross the air node to the east, where the wind is coming from, or to the north, where it appears to be much quieter. All right. Logic dictates that if we're, you know, if by now we've been informed that, or figured out that this is a wind-based cult... I'd say there's a pretty good chance that the leader of this cult is wherever the wind is coming from. That'd be my assumption. A warm wind swirls through the smooth cave, seemingly changing course at random. Nine cultists wearing feathered cloaks stand here with arms outstretched as though waiting for the wind's embrace, or perhaps waiting for the wind to carry them off somewhere far, far away. They are currently engaged and do not seem to even notice that you are there. And the la- the wind is extremely loud here, so even just basic conversation for you guys is very difficult. And they are all facing the center of the room, all in a big circle with these winds whipping around. Uh, you do not know if they will notice you at all or not. So they're just cultists standing there basically... What looks like summoning a massive wind to blow through the caves? Not so much summoning. It appears as though they are caught up in the wind, and they are deep in a religious trance, almost. One does appear to be wearing the robes of a priest, while the other ones appear to be wearing lesser robes. Other than that, they are virtually identical, all just arms outstretched to the winds. Do we have to? Can we just, like, skirt around them? They don't even turn their heads. Even the ones facing you that could very easily just drop their eyes down and spot all of you are just holding (laughs) this wind. Praise the sun. Pretty much, yes. We don't need to fight them, then that's less punishment that we be taking. It's true. Okay, would you like to go through the short tunnel, kind of on the northeast side, or the one on the southeast side uh, that drops down quite a ways? Or doesn't really drop down, but circles around. You can easily walk through to see both. Um, Through the uh, area, you would see an intersection of four tunnels. A mighty gale blows from the northern way, making a constant howl. Two braziers burn with green flame, lighting the area. Numerous rock columns join the floor to the ceiling. Several silk ropes, darkly sodden with blood, sit at the base of three gore-spattered columns. Tied to two other columns are two women, each with a symbol cut in her forehead. Wow. That's sad. Are they alive? Uh, yes, they do appear to be alive. 
At least every once in a while, you aren't sure if it's the wind blowing it or not, but every once in a while you see a head tilt or something along those lines that you don't think is 100% wind blown. Um, I kind of want to... I kind of feel bad for them. I mean, I realize either they're here of their own volition or they're slaves or, or, you know, prisoners captured... Either way, I'm 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 not I'm not too keen on them being just hung up there and, and gouged out. So, based on our experience with servants in a previous encounter, <laughs> I'm not sure I want to actually free them, but I am going to cast cure wounds on each of them. Okay, so you would uh, step up into their line of sight. Yep. Okay. Uh, once you break their line of sight, um, they uh, one of them uh, who appears to be a uh, a noble of some bearing uh, with fancier clothes than the other uh, shouts at you, Go away! There are two invisible demons guarding us here! And you start to hear grunting after that shout goes out. What does the ethereal plane show me? The ethereal plane shows you two invisible ape-like beings that have noticed that you are now looking at them. So, uh, there is no surprise round as they saw you right as you saw them. So go ahead and Makor, you hear something, but you do not yet see anything in front of you. Eh. Little witch, where are they? I'll. Can I just gesture to their. Yep, uh, you would have disadvantage to hit them, um, but you are welcome to give that a shot. I'll recklessly swing, so I'll kind of cancel that out, I guess. Alright. Right. 16. Okay, yes, that does hit. 18 points of damage for the first swing. Ouch. Second swing is a 17 to hit. Okay, yes, that will hit as well. For 12 points of damage. Nice. Alright, it is on to their turn. They flail giant fists. And it is swinging Bark-bark. recklessly at you. Uh, two eights and a one. <laughs> um, and then the second one uh, runs 40 feet, leaps 20, and pounds its fists down at you as well. Uh, that is one hit <laughs> with a uh, 26. The other two were a 7 and a 5. Eight points of bludgeoning damage. All right, so well, let's start this off. All right, and so you are now being flanked. It is Varian's turn. Okay, I'm going to start singing. You would not believe your eyes if 10 million fireflies lit up your ass so we could see and cast fairy <laughs> fire right on everybody. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you for that kind sir. No problem. Uh, one with an 18, the other one with a 9. Okay, the 18 passes. Nice. But the other one is lit up. Alright. We are then on to Ashma. And how far away from it am I? Uh, however far away you were behind Makor. So not very. Good. Let's go Elemental Weapon, and we'll do... We'll cast it as a 5th level spell, adding thunder damage. And we'll take a swing at the one who is illuminated by fairy lights. Alright, yes, you would have advantage. 16. That will hit. 9 plus plus 5 thunder damage. Okay. Plus 2 fire damage. Okay. On to Reyna. Okay, I'm going to try and do a lot here. I'm, first, I'm going to Arcana. Okay, yes, Arcana check. Arcana check to see. That's uh, a 20. Uh, they're demons. Okay. 
Um, since I can see, I'm gonna. I can see the one that's invisible, though, right? In the in the ethereal, yes. Uh, they're both visible now that they've made attacks. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast an inverted magic circle. Ooh. On the uh, on one of them. Okay. Trying to capture them. Is there a save to break free? No. <laughs> okay. It's just around them. Yeah, it's just there. Okay. And now I'm going to cast planar binding. Ooh. Okay. So. Uh, are you trying to do this on the one that's lit up by fairy fire or the other no, the Ooh, one that's magic trapped. circle? Yeah, that has a casting time of a minute. Oh, oh, true. So I have to cast that for a minute. Okay. Ah. Uh, do you want to start casting that then? Yep. Okay. You begin casting it. We will get back to you in six rounds. Okay. Unless you're hit. On to Macor. All right. Axe time. I'll I'll tell them to keep them off me, and I'll try and bind one of them. Okay, the unfairy fired one. All right. Swing at the fairy fat one recklessly. Yep. Ooh. Yep. All right. That will be a twenty unmodified to hit Ooh, for yeah. uh, sixteen points of damage for the first swing. Nice. Oh. All right, and a crit for the second one swing. So, with relentless attack, I get to add another die. So that's six. 12, uh, 19 for the crit. Alright. It is barely still standing. Alright, that'll be the end of my turn. Uh, on then to both enemies. The magic circle, since it's taking a full minute to cast, the creature is going to go ahead and just wallop on Makor as... Uh, AC of 20, and yep. he'll get the advantage. As well as... Actually, no, the one that you did all the damage to is going to turn and attack you, Ashmaz. Cool. Okay, um, McCor. Two hits, uh, one miss. So both fists uh, pummel into you, the bite misses. Uh, you take ten points from the one. So five. And eleven points from the other. So five. Alright, I've taken fourteen points of damage total. Alright. And Ashmaz. <laughs> That's nat one. And that one will hit. So, uh, one hit, two misses. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as well. On then to Varian. Do you want one of these things alive? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to cast Sleep. 31. Okay, yep, just the uh, fairy-fired one falls to the ground unconscious. All right. Draw a circle on that one. Okay. I've already started this one. Ashmaz. Just the unlit up one. This one, will, you'll be able to catch this one. Well, yeah, because it's unconscious. That's true. I'm just thinking that'll give you plenty of time to Actually, your circle without having to worry about him being a dick. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and say, um, <laughs> since he is kind of in the same radius as where your magic circle would be anyway, you don't have to retarget. You can continue yeah. on. Magic oval. <laughs> magic oval. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and... We'll pop a base level searing smite. Okay. And take a swing at the one who is not lit up. Alright. Uh, 21 to hit. Yes, that will definitely hit. Alright, that'll do 7 points of regular damage, plus 3 points of fire damage, plus 5 points of fire damage. Uh, and you do notice that while you're, uh, Mace definitely thudded and it hit. 
Uh, his fur didn't catch on fire as much as you thought it normally would. Uh, on then to Reyna. Oh, I forgot to add four points of, of thunder damage. Awesome, yes. Uh, Reyna, you are still going to continue to cast Magic Circle, correct? Yes. Okay. On to then Makor. Alright, well... Uh, that did bloody it, by the way. Moving on to the guy. Okay. Uh, nine points of damage to one. Miss for the second swing. On then to the enemy. Uh, the one, in a fit of rage, attacks you, uh, Ashma, furiously three times. Uh, that is a 20, a 16, and another 20. Not now. No hits. No hits. Okay. That plate mail served you well. Yes. On to Varian. Varian. He is going to uh, viciously mock this creature. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't you just take a nap like your friend, you loser? That is a 17. Aww. It roars at you defiantly, ignoring you completely. Aww. Anything for a bonus action? Uh, nope. Ashmaz. You know what sounds like fun? I think casting Inflict Wounds as a 6th level spell sounds like fun. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wow. That'll be a 16. That is just enough to hit it. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> 30 points of damage. <laughs> he disintegrates into a pile of red furry goop. Alright. Now you just have the sleeping one. He's all yours. I'm just gonna continue to cast Magic Circle. It continues to cast and nothing or uh, and it activates. You are able to catch it. Okay. You caught them all. Yay! Um, how do we wake it up? No. It'll wake up in a bit. Okay. Yep, I after will which slap it. it's like about five, six seconds after your circle clicks. So yes, it is caught in the magic circle and is awake, screaming and roaring as it beats the side of the circle. In abyssal, what are you doing here? Guard. Guard of what? Prisoners. Who are the prisoners? Humans here for sacrifice. Why? Because it is commanded. By who? By Yon Sebin, who will eat you all. I really doubt that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, all of this is in Abyssal, too, so if anybody speaks Abyssal, feel free to jump in. I speak halfling. <laughs> um. Where's your leader? Who summoned you? Where is he? Follow the tunnel and you'll find out yourselves. Okay, so we just need to follow the tunnel. Okay. We can do that. What do you want me to do with him? Do we need him anymore? Let me out! I don't think that's going to happen. What do you want me to do with him? I'd just kill him. That's what I would do. He's a demon. We don't need him. I mean, I could Mm -hmm. bind him, but that'll take an hour. If I want to bind him, that takes an hour. Well, after we finish this place, we can... I guess do that. I mean... You will all be goop beneath my fist when I am done with you! I am a tree. Do you see your buddy? <laughs> Don't think I goop. Wood pulp! Oh no. Fight me, you coward! <laughs> no. So should I just leave him here? I feel like that'd be the worst thing to do. Please to him. don't taunt the gorilla exhibit. 
Okay. You do still have the two prisoners hanging um, yeah, I'm gonna on go, pillars. I'm going <laughs> to go cast a, a, a Cure Light Wounds on each of them. Okay. Uh, yes, they are uh, back up with a li- bit more uh, health points than what they had. I'll cut them down. We'll just leave. We cleared okay. the way. He roars down the chamber behind you. I will see you all dead and beat you in the underworld! I'll relay what he said. Okay. All right. The wind in this hallway is extremely strong uh, as you're going through, and in fact, gusts are enough that it begins pushing you back. You get towards the end of the tunnel, and you spot green light coming from a brazier right before arriving. A powerful wind roars through the small cave, causing bits of debris to ricochet off the walls, exploding into dust from the impact. In the middle of the cavern, a stone brazier is lit with a steady green flame. Blocking the tunnel to the north are four thin figures in billowing cult robes. The wind doesn't seem to impede them at all. Do you enter into this cavern ahead of you? Are we still going the way the demon yes. told us? Correct, yes. Yep. This is the only way through. Um, does anybody want to give me an investigation or a perception check? Sure. Uh, 19... Oh. Okay. 25. All right, these... People are barely still considered people. They have, as devout as they are, they look like they have eaten nothing, sustaining themselves only on air. Their eyes bulge from caverning sockets in their skulls, and their skin is stretching across jutting bone. And they are completely immune to the effects of the wind due to their devotion. They have yet to make a move towards you uh, until you step into the cavern. Can I try How many are there? Yeah, that's fine. Four. Four? Yes. Uh, and how far away are they? You guys would be about 50 feet out yet. Uh, we will go ahead and roll initiative. 19. 14. 13. 13. 13. Dang it! So there are four priests ahead of you. Ready? McCor. All right. Well, I guess I will charge forward. Great axe drawn. All right, you charge forward. What would you like to do? Recklessly swing at them. Uh, that will be a 27 to hit for... Ouch. Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 points of damage for the first swing. I'll swing at the main... Well, I guess front and center gentleman. And second swing into him as well for... Ooh, actually, that was a 12 to hit. Okay, yes, no, that will not quite make it. All right. On to Ashmaz. So I'm going to guess 30 feet won't quite get me to him. No, not quite. I think I'm actually going to uh, move forward and heave my hand axe at them. Okay. At the front one that McCor yep. got? All right. And not hit him. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast spirit weapons. Uh, and you're doing that behind them or in the midst of them? I'm going to do it between the two that are front and center, so next to the one that, that, that we've been attacking. Okay, yes. So I'll make an attack at that one. A 15, 19. All right, yes, that will hit. All right. And it will deal just a simple six points of force damage. Not too shabby. All right, we are then on to Varian. I am going to uh, use uh, Frantic Crescendo to give everybody a Bardic Inspiration. Okay. And that 
will be my turn. And at 12th, your bardic inspiration is a D8. D10. Ooh, ooh, much better. Reyna, it is your turn. Okay, I am going to cast Witch Bolt as a 4th level spell. On the lead one? Yeah. Alright. 24. Yes, that will definitely make contact. Okay. One, four. Wow. Wow. 39. Okay. You electrocute him and he falls to the ground in a heap. Dang. Yes. Like a heap heap or just a heap heap? Uh, like a smoldering pile of feathery robes heat. Awesome. That was a 12, 11, and a 10 on my... That is awesome. You could not get... You can barely get a better roll than that. Alright, it is their turn, and with three remaining, all three of them, or two of them, are going to raise hands towards Makor and cast Witch Bolt on you. Oh, great. You started a trend. Yep. The third one is going to do the same on you, Reyna. Bring it. All right, that is, uh, nope, uh, neither one of those will hit you, uh, Makor, but a 20 would definitely yep. hit you, Reyna. Uh. Oh. It deals 10 points of electric damage. That's fine. All right, on then to uh, Makor. Uh, how does Witch Bolt work? If I break the stream, does it end the spell? Technically, yes, but there isn't really a mechanic for it. Um, because, yeah, it's it's a lock-on kind of a thing. Kill it, and it won't be able to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll and that would be the one that would be, just for luck's sake, I'm going to say it's the closest one to you. Perfect. I'll keep swinging at it. All right. 15 to hit? Yes, that will hit exactly. 14 points of damage. And a nat 20. All right. 31 damage for the uh, last swing. It falls to the ground in a pile of bloody feathers and robes as well by one point. So congratulations on that. On to Ashmaz. There are now two in the back row. Your magic weapon can no longer hit. Do they still have Witch Bolt going on anyone? No, Witch Bolt. I have Witch Bolt going on one. Or no, he died. Nope, he died. He died. (laughs) All right, um, you killed him first round. Never mind, he died. (laughs) Yeah. Good problem to have, though. Yeah. So, as a bonus action, I'm going to move my spiritual weapon over to one of them. Okay. So it can't attack the turn I move it, but it's there to... I mean, I'm there, but I just kind of... <laughs> it's the wind. It's the it, wind. It, you know, your mace is just wide enough that the extra wind resistance brings it, makes it slower to come down. On to Varian. I'm in a vicious mockery. Okay. We're being priests of the air. You guys are falling pretty quick. Nine points of psychic... Okay, yes, uh, it definitely felt that damage. Reyna. Yay. Which one hit me? Is he still up? Uh, no. Okay. There are two in the back row that attempted to attack, uh, McCor. Moving on to his buddy, then. Alright. <laughs> you uh, kill your friends, too. Yeah, Witch Bolt again. And since I took damage... Is it from anybody, or is it just the one that attacks you? It's just by a creature. It okay. doesn't... So, advantage. Witch Bolt. Ooh. Yes, 16 will hit. All right. Seven damage. Hey, that's better than nothing. I definitely felt that hit, and you are locked onto it now. Onto its turn. Uh, they are going to... Uh, move... I guess they couldn't uh, with the magic weapon there. So, you are standing in front of the Mash Mob. Uh, as are you, but both of them are going to attack you, Cleric. 
That is 17 on the one and a 23 on the other. The 23 will hit. As that one hits, uh, I will cast shield as a reaction Okay. Buff my AC by 5. Very good, because that was an 18 plus 5 on that one, so the second one would have hit, but it misses. Wonderful. On then to uh, McCor. Right. Swing it. 18 to hit for 10 points of damage. And second swing will be 16 points of damage. It is barely standing. And to Munch. On to Ashmon's. One barely standing, the other one's still at full. We'll start off with our weapon making its, our, our spiritual weapon making its attack. Yes. Neither one of those will hit for two points of force damage. Wonderful. That is enough to bring it down exactly. It is cut down and falls into a bloody heap. Mm. All right, and I'll move over to the other one. And, yeah, that'll hit. Four. Five plus four points of fire damage plus five points of thunder damage. All right. Uh, it is definitely hit by that and did not enjoy it. On to Varian. I'm going to pull out my hand crossbow. I'm going to shoot it. A 23 to hit. Yes. Yeah. Six points of piercy damage. All right. You managed to shoot him straight into the shoulder and rock him back slightly, but he is still standing. Reyna. He's going to keep. Which, uh, the one that you were witchbolting died. No. Why does everybody have to die? <laughs> I thought that was kind of your thing. Yeah, right. Gotta hate expending those spell slots No kidding Um Make a con save That was a nat one Awesome This is gonna be bad (laughs) But bad in a good way No, she's evil (laughs) That's true, that's true Bad in an evil way Didn't actually expect this to work (laughs) <laughs> well, I expect this to work. Not super much. Okay, eight d eight necrotic. Oh goodness gracious! Thirty one. Not done. <laughs> I can already tell you that as that last bit hits, his flesh begins to melt from his bones, and he falls into a pile of and rotting. Forty one psychic. Wait, no. 10 psychic, 41 altogether. His head explodes in the process. <laughs> and then he falls into a pile of rotted, fleshy goop. I wanted to do my part in the killing. Well, you definitely did your part and took him you apart in the process. You, yeah. You delivered a lot of killing. Mm-hmm. a lot of death. You are eventually able to get around the last bend, and you can see into the cavern. You guys hear thunder and flashes of light as you approach. And in the middle of this cavern, spikes of stone jut upward like three immense claws. Between them, a churning thundercloud thrashes with lightning. Thunder cracks and cascades of tiny rocks tumble from above. Beneath the thunderhead stands a raised area splattered with the blood of many sacrifices. A silvery window is sometimes visible in the center of the cloud. It opens onto clouds in an endless sky. You see in front of you... Um, she is attempting to call Yon C. Ben into the world, and you can hear this um, as she is chanting. 
and in her eyes you do see flashes of lightning occasionally as she gets closer to chanting this open. She does not um, outwardly do anything towards you, but she does point her Myrmidon to attack you. So, we will go ahead and roll for initiative. I got a nine. Eight. 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 Five. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, we begin the encounter. Uh, The air Myrmidon charges down towards you guys. Arissi is pointing her weather vane, or her wind vane, up at the air portal. Something tells me we need to stop her from from doing that. Alrighty. Uh, We're within 120 feet, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're within, like, 40 feet. And she's channeling a spell? Uh, She is not channeling a spell, but she is calling Yan Sibin into the world. So, not a spell mechanically. It's a religious ritual. Okay, because I was thinking about casting dispel magic. Just kill her. Okay. Uh, That'll dispel it. (laughs) That'll dispel a lot of things. Um, With I'll fix her wagon. Okay, I'm gonna use uh, phantasmal force on uh, the lady with the wind thingy. Okay. Uh, What site? What save? Actually, I lied. I wanna. I think I wanna go back to telekinesis. I wanna use telekinesis. Okay. Uh, And I am going to. Depending on the range of it, it is... Are within 60 feet of her? Yes. Yes. Okay. I am going to throw her backwards off of whatever she's on and pull her away from... Okay. What is the save? 17. And what type? Strength. Strength. Okay, she failed, but she instead chooses to pass. Well... She is... Okay. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that, that uh, your plants? A little bit. Thwart your plants? Thwart my plants. Are you? <laughs> yes. Thwart your plants. Alrighty. Um, and then before we got here, we just all still have the party inspirations. So. Okay. Awesome. So uh, we are going to go ahead, and she is going to cast at all of you. Or maybe not necessarily at all of you. She is going to cast uh, Storm Sphere. So, let's see. 20 foot radius. She would bundle it up I'm on... on a counter spell. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's a fourth level spell. You know what? I actually don't have that many fourth levels. I'm just going to cast it at fourth level. Okay, yep. It fails on her and fizzles out. No! She is definitely pissed off about that, but she is going to go ahead and move back. So she is going to move out of... Uh, range as far as she can, so 30 feet. Uh, she moves back out of the way towards the back part of the cavern, away from everybody. Uh, the Air Myrmidon, is there anybody within melee range of him? I believe somebody has moved up. up. Uh, well, oh, no, that's yeah. right. We Okay, so it moves up to you, uh, Mr. Trent, and he is going to make three flail attacks against you. Have at thee. Alright. The magic carp of elementals. Yes. <laughs> Alright, no, that, that is an that 18, a 20, and a 22. Oh, that'll definitely hit. Uh, which ones? Uh, uh, I'm not three? using my shield, but I'm not doing it recklessly, so... Just haven't started yet. So, AC a 20. Okay, so then uh, two of the attacks will hit you. Alrighty. You will take... 
plus four, so that is eleven and nine points of bludgeoning damage. We are then on to McCor. Oh, well, they closed the gap, so I gotta thank you for that. Um, I'll start swinging. Okay. Recklessly. Okay, yeah, that's a twenty-eight to hit. <laughs> it's a nineteen damage, and okay. and second swing. Be a twenty to hit for uh twelve points of damage. All right, uh, it definitely did not appreciate that at all. On to Ashmaz. Well, so we're going to drop my swords behind the Myrmidon. All right, which that'll be a twenty-three to hit. That will make contact. Yes, for eight points of. Awesomeness damage. Okay. I will accept that as a damage type. Force type. It's force. Yes. Eh, that counts. <sighs> I like awesomeness better. <laughs> All right. It is Reyna's turn. Oh, that was, yes. That was a bonus action. That's right. I forgot about that. And then I'm going to uh, come in with my mace of face smashing. Yes. Ah. Will a 20 hit? A 20 will hit, yes. Just barely. Just barely. Four. Five points of bludgeoning damage, plus four points of fire damage. Okay. All right. We are then on to Reyna. Yay. I'm going to <laughs> Witch Bolt. What is she, a priestess? Okay. I seduced the priestess. <laughs> the Air Myrmidon, then? Or? No, the lady that's summoning. Stuff. Okay, what's the range on that? Oh, Witch Bolt's pretty good. Yeah, oh, yeah, and you took Spell Sniper, so that doesn't matter. Good. Okay, yes, you try to hit her. Um, Don't have to do cover issues. Does a 28 hit? That definitely hits. So close to a 20. 1, 2, 3, 4. Can I borrow a d12? Sure. I want her dead. This isn't coming. <laughs> Anyone's not so. 21, 31, 32. 33 lightning. Oh. Lightning, you say. And I'll release hate. Four. One, two, three, four. Oh. Six. Ten. Fifteen necrotic. And twelve psychic. Okay. Yeah, that definitely takes a toll on her. And she is not happy about it, especially that um, Witch Bolt, because that keeps her from turning invisible, which was going to be her very next turn. (laughs) However, it is initiative count 20, so she can uh, use a lair action to cast Lightning Bolt at you, Reyna. Oh. Each creature in the line. So she would try to line it up to catch two of you. Um, uh, So go ahead and both of you make a dexterity saving throw. But I didn't do anything. (laughs) All right. I got a 10. Oh, right, I got fail. a 16! Um... Hey! That is enough to pass. Yay! Alright, so... Half yes. damage for you. Yes. Half uh, damage for me. <laughs> I told you, I can't make my initiative rolls, but... Everything else? The saves are okay. <laughs> okay, you take 30 points of damage, uh... Bracken <laughs> And, uh... Yes, you take 15 rates. Alright, um... We are then on to... Uh, your turn, Barry. Okay, is she within 60 feet? Correct. Okay, I'm going to tell... Uh, yes, she would be, sorry. Kill her. Okay, 
I am going to telekinesis. She's holding like a, a trident thing, or what is it? Uh, it is her weapon, Windbane. Because it has a name, and she was using it to do whatever. I'm going to telekinesis it and yank it out of her hand. Okay, strength Ooh. contest. Seventeen. That is a one, but she's going to go ahead and choose to stay to keep it. Oh my god! I'm gonna. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take care of her. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just, you know, I just really want that conducting wand. Thank you. Uh, as a bonus action, how are you guys doing on health? All right. God. I'm missing sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do a level one uh, healing word. Uh, six points of healing. <gasps> Yay! All them heals. All them heals. Them heals. Them heals. All right, she's gonna go ahead on her turn. So I need every. Uh, I need three of you. We're gonna go with uh, Marcor, uh, Brackenwood, casting... Ashmaz, and Rania. Is she casting a spell? Chain lightning. I'm gonna counter spell. Okay, give it a try. Oh. Six level. Correct. Not even dealing with it. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you cast nope. <laughs> it fizzles. And no. she immediately oh. takes <laughs> off running and goes completely behind one of the large pillars, breaking your line of sight and ending Witch Bolt. I'm going to go get her. <laughs> okay. All right. She would have moved probably an additional 30 feet. I can feet. see the ethereal plane. Good point. Oh, yeah, right. Just one <laughs> So, uh, you would have moved up 30 feet the first time, or no? Because you would have to go over the top of the altar and then back down in order to see her. To get her? Yes. So, if you'd like to move your entire action on your turn, you could get her back into line of sight, but you would have turn? to dash. Is it my turn? No, not yet. It was her turn. Oh, okay. So, on your turn, if you want to get back to her, you would have to use your entire movement to dash. Uh, we are on to Luke. Or on to uh, Brackenwood. All right, I'll take out the because we still have the Myrmidons that are Wait, next to us, right? Is is stuff? Yes, just oh one. shoot, yes, Myrmidon hasn't gone yet. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, is stuff in the material plane? Is it still solid in the ethereal plane? Yes, it would be. Dang. Do you want to move through walls? I wanted to shoot through it. There's that thing where you mentioned you can't tell the the immaterial and the material. I know. I'd love for you just like I can see her. Ran into wall. No. <laughs> You're not Danny Phantom yet. <laughs> okay, the Air Myrmidon, uh, I believe, is still in front of you, Brackenwood. Excellent. Bring it. All right. It is going to, this time, uh, strike you with a flail attack. All right. I think I did Reckless last turn, so he can bring it. Good thing he did, because that is a 22. Oh, there he goes. On that hit, uh, you take eight points of damage, and it deals an additional... So... 11, 17, 18, 19, 21 points of lightning damage, and I need a constitution so save. 10, so 53 damage total. Boy, I love resistance. All right, constitution saving throw. Yeah! Oh, gosh. Oh. That's a now one, so... Do you want to use that bardic inspiration? No, it wouldn't help. I don't... Nope. Yeah, I was going to say... You are now stunned until the end of the Myrmidon's next turn. <laughs> oh! Okay. We are then on to, since Brackenwood cannot move, we are on to Ashmaz. I'm going to... Mm. 
use my bonus action to, to swing with my my ethereal blades. Yes. Ooh. They're not gonna hit. Okay. <laughs> Unless a twelve will hit. No, it does not. The Myrmidon is wearing plate mail as you are. And then let's just take our swing. Nope, neither one of those are going to hit. Okay. We are then on to Reyna. I'm going to go get her. Okay. Can you I charge use... all 60 feet? Yeah. Can I still use my bonus action? Uh, yes, you can use a bonus action. Okay. I am going to use my bonus action. No, I'm not. I'll just stay there. Okay. And I'll tell her, uh, don't run like a coward. Pit your god against me and see how you fare. She sneers at you. She but she never, she never breaks this whole chant. Uh, the entire time. On to Varian. Alrighty. Uh, she's a long ways away from me, isn't she? Uh, about 60 feet. Uh, but she's behind full cover. The only one that can currently see her is Reyna. Uh, let's see. Do I have to see them to do it? Uh, let's see. You can see within range. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move so that I can see her. Uh, you can move 60 feet. It would take nope. your full action. Nope. Okay. Even with that, I wouldn't be able to get 60 feet. Okay. Um, so I'm going to... There's only one Myrmidon? Correct, yes. And he is looking pretty beat up. Not bloodied, but he's taken several hits. Okay. With telekinesis, I am going to... What kind of weapon does he have? A flail. I'm going to yank his flail out of his hand. All right. He says no. Play. <laughs> no. Yes, you are able to. That is a whopping seven. So okay. you rip the flail. I grab from the flail and I chuck it towards uh, the one lady who's hiding. Like just and like see if maybe I can throw it to hit her. Okay, uh, since she's behind total cover, no. But you can smash it into the portal or anything around there. Chuck it into the portal. Chuck it at the portal. You chuck it at the portal. It gets caught up in a vortex and whipped through to the other side, being struck by lightning multiple times as it makes its way through. Cool. Ooh. Yes, very pretty. That's how you make a magic weapon. <laughs> yes, apparently. Right there. All right. Uh, it is now uh, her turn, and also it I forgot. It is now Mjolnir Flail. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it, on her turn, or on, uh, as a lair action on initiative count 20, I forgot to do it before, uh, she turns herself invisible. Doesn't matter. Out of existence. No, it does not, but that also allows her to draw on the power of the air node itself, and she heals herself. Oh, cheater. Okay, um, it is now her turn. Uh, let's see, she already used up Chain Lightning, so she is going to go ahead and center um, around the Air Myrmidon, um, and anybody within, let me see here, anybody within 20 foot of the Myrmidon. Yes. Hi. Huh? Yes. yes. I need a constitution saving throw. <laughs> what the heck? I'm a puke. This is my second con save that I got a now one on. Okay. I did two. Uh, she uh, cast cloud kill, so that is 21. Ooh. Wait, does it only affect things that breathe? Uh, I believe so. Yes, uh, creatures are affected. E- oh no, creatures are affected even if they hold their breath or don't need to breathe. Oh, drat. Okay. So uh, that is twenty-one points of poison damage. Twenty-one. So ten. Okay. Uh, twenty-one points. 
Yes, and she is concentrating on it. The 13? Uh, 14 is the saving throw. Ah! <laughs> Darn it. Okay. Uh, on then to uh, Mark or uh, Brackenwood. Okay, so the, the Myrmidon's turn is, like, got over, so I'm unstunned again? Uh, correct, yes. Uh, and she would have moved... Oh, uh, no, it's the Myrmidon's, the end of the Myrmidon's turn, and he hasn't gone yet. Thank you for reminding me again. All right, the Air Myrmidon, now without a flail, is going to go ahead and, anyway, come up to you and punch you in the face. Um, Mr. Cleric. Uh, never mind, that's not going to hit. That is a whopping seven. Yes, so now you are unstunned, uh, Wonderful. Brackenwood. So she is now 30 feet, kind of in between two of the pillars on the west side of the altar. East side of the altar, excuse me. a jerk. Well, that's... So she is visible, though? No, she is still invisible. Okay. Uh, 22 to hit the Myrmidon for okay. 11 points of damage. Yes. And the second swing. Thank goodness for Reckless. I'm tired of these nat ones. Uh, that'll be a 22 to hit again for yes. 12 damage. Okay. Uh, and I was wrong. She would be visible because she cast a spell, so she is visible again. Ashma. That will hit. Okay. A, a 27? Yes, 27 will hit. For six force damage. Okay. And then I'm going to follow up. That is a 25 to hit. Yes. For nine bludgeoning plus four fire. All right. Awesome. Okay, yes. Uh, Then uh, we are on to Reyna. Uh, just so you know, the Myrmidon is now more than bloodied by a little ways. I'm going to witch bolt her again. Okay, go ahead the, and make your attack roll. The lady. Are they both ladies? That's a 20. Yes, that will definitely hit. Forty-four points of lightning damage and 12 of psychic. Okay, she drops Windvane to the ground and screams as her body gets sucked into the howling whirlwind and disperses completely. Whoa. Everything that she was wearing and carrying is left behind. I'm going to use my movement to go and pick up her sword. <laughs> okay, you pick up the Windvane. Variant. Okay. Uh, this air thing, I'm going to use telekinesis to grab it. So, okay. a strength check. Hey, uh, is there a weight limit on that? Uh, a huge creature or smaller. Okay, yes, yeah, right. you're able to grab him. Okay, I'm going to lift him up his high, uh, up about uh, 15 feet, because mm-hmm. I can move him up to 30 feet, so I'm going to move him 15 feet up and then slam him into the ground. Okay. 13 points of damage. Okay. On then to the enemy's turn. The air Myrmidon is very understandably pissed. I guess he's just going to keep walloping on the cleric. He only <laughs> rolled a 14. Onto Brackenwood. All right. End this fool, my friend. I will. That'll hit four. Let's see. Uh, 19 points of damage. Yes, that will definitely uh, hurt him. And second swing. Four. Uh, nine points of damage. Okay. As you swing your axe, the armor crumples in very quickly and due to a small ball and it is launched into the whirlwind as well, disappearing into the portal as it gets struck by lightning multiple times. 
All right, this is a good spot for us to go ahead and end this uh, episode of Homebrew Review. We will go ahead and pick up next week at level 16, taking on the Weeping Colossus. Thank you all again. Weeping Angels, what? Thank you for joining us once again for this episode of Homebrew Review. If you would like to find out more, you can find us on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can visit our website at www.theadventuringguild.com. Or you can find us on Patreon. For any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at dmbob at theadventuringguild.com or hit us up on one of our many social media websites. And once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. 